3: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl.
2: With 30 plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl.
1: On the answer, San Diego. All
2: right, folks, welcome back. Hopefully, you enjoyed that show. Uh, Kind of a recap of Barrett Jackson. Highly, highly, highly recommend you check it out. You can uh, can just go to www.barrett-jackson.com. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale, 1-800-540-2149. Southwestpos.com. What are they? A replacement uh, in your store if you're having trouble with cashiers and checkout folks, they're just not dependable, or for whatever reason, it's just not working out for you. Well, self checkout might be the answer. Walmart does it, Home Depot does it, even Costco. If you have a liquor store, a corner market, or a large grocery store, give them a call at 1 800 540 2149. They'll come out, probably Jeff or Mark, take a look at your facility and their equipment, and they'll go back, decide if it, if it works. Probably the price, if not, for price of a new cash register. So give them a call. Plus, you get seven-day-a-week, 24 hour day service. Southwest Point of Sale. That's southwestpos.com. And we want to thank Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. Boy, I tell you, it's a joy. Every time I go up there, it's surrounded by Hot Rods and Custom Stuff, for sure. <laughs> 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido guys yeah, just told me they got best to show at this year's grand national roadster show in pomona hotrodscustomstuff.com it's uh, raining out it's time to get back to a few of my car reviews i sometimes lag just a little bit but not intentionally oh well, there it is over on the other side i think I, oh no i already did that one uh here's a car that you probably wouldn't think too much of uh or it's maybe it's not in your in your uh your target zone and that would be a mitsubishi outlander you're going to mitsubishi outlander well i've got a 23 outlander PHEV, which is a plug-in hybrid uh i Personally, don't live in a situation where the plug-in does anything for me, uh, so I just cruised. I mean, I plugged it up once just to see what kind of a situation it was, and worked out fine. Uh, gave me my you know some range, and uh, boom, I was good with that. And but that, if you live in a certain situation where you're, you're you're not driving all day long, long distances, this could be perfect for you. Uh, it had a beautiful white diamond paint. Uh, the power source was a 2.4 liters uh, four cylinder, most likely a turbo. I didn't look. One speed transmission. I was a little surprised that anybody would go back to that, but this worked out. Just you absolutely didn't even know, you know, because when you think one speed, you think like an like a golf cart, but that this is nothing of the kind. I I was it, it was so impressive. I guess you could say I don't even. I have to really think for a second just to, just to remember it. Uh, heated seats and steering wheel worked fabulously. It's been like in the forties out here. I know I'm whining in California. Uh, on the power side, you got twin electric motors, front and rear. Uh, paddle shifters, automatic uh, headlights, headlight washers, uh, rain sensing wipers. You had a wireless charger that worked. Extremely well. You got Mitsubishi Pilot Assist, heads-up display, Bose sound systems. They even give you a bottle of touch-up paint. Come on, five-year, sixty-base warranty, ten-year, hundred-thousand powertrain, and five-year unlimited roadside assistance. What does that tell you? Mitsubishi is telling you that you want to be in the family, and they are going to do whatever they can to make that happen for you. Because I tell you. Mitsubishi is a massive massive company and uh they haven't really put all that many eggs in the automotive basket so to speak well now they have and i was i absolutely was totally impressed it's super comfortable had tons of cargo space um, I, I i didn't see anything that that i probably would change you know the, the newest thing they got the riot Rollarit. Ri- it's a black edition and a 40th anniversary trim. Uh, so it, it's just part of the fourth uh, generation of the Outlander, and it was introduced in 22. So we'll have this one for a while. But if you're uh, looking for a, a, a nice little three-row that really does a nice job, the back seats were just a little bit, I, I don't know if it's wonky is the word, but it was a little bit, took me a minute or two to figure out just you know how those worked. So that uh, I'd get a good up and down. You had a nice well in the back. Because once they went down, I mean, it took, you know, you had tons of tons of room to put stuff in the back that you know to get in and out of your way yeah
1: i i was uh, looking up a review for this and not to be a negative nancy but that's exactly what yeah. they were talking about was that third row was kind of wonky strange, wonky Let's yeah just that's it the wonky. word it was wonky yeah uh they did say however on the bright side like on the positive things uh they did find this better than a hyundai tucson and a ford escape in terms of yeah. the plug-in hybrids uh, right they said the negative here is uh they had their battery go dead on purpose just to try it out. Right. And it took six and a half hours to fully charge it at their house. And again, everyone has a running different power system. But situation. was that
2: one ten or was that two hundred forty?
1: That was uh one
2: ten. That is phenomenal because you know a Toyota Highlander takes thirty six hours.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Uh, so, but uh, but th- this is just like some nitpicky things. Yeah, yeah, other yeah, 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 Well, they, there are- they still say overall. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here, but they do say that the Toyota RAV four Prime is still on the top of their list. But right. that's just but
2: Another. it doesn't have but a 3 year 36,000 mile powertrain warranty True. and when your water pump goes out at 40,000
1: who are you going to start blaming that?
2: <laughs> you're going to say what the heck because if you had a Mitsubishi it would be guaranteed to uh actually 60,000 and then if you bought it yeah. yeah or actually the power or then if you bought the service contract for 100,000. Nice. But I no I get it. I get it. But when cuz what the first thing that you think when you think you think Toyota when it comes to safety. Right. and reliability.
0: But Mitsubishi
1: And a, you still Toyota don't there. have
2: that confidence that Mitsubishi is able to do that. And trust me, they can't. Or they wouldn't they wouldn't even do the stuff they're doing. True. They wouldn't put, Would you put a warranty on a product you sold that was a POS
1: no, of course not. Of course not. not. Yeah.
2: So, I and I tell people, I look at people, I go, well, why would they, you know, they're too big. But it was drive. It drove extremely well. I really liked it. Awesome. I think I drove, I had a, what else did I have? I had two vehicles at the house and I didn't even drive the other one. I think I drove this one the most, mm. which is crazy kind of a nice thing
1: right now hey uh do you want me to quickly tell you a a side story that's completely off topic of the review here very quickly uh so one did you hear about oscar minor uh wiener vehicle Mm -mm. we were just talking about them last week and it just so happened someone stole their catalytic converter off their Ah, car uh now uh the funny story about this is Peta said oh we'll pay for it but you have to make all your hot dogs go vegan I doubt Oscar Meyer is going to be like saying like okay guys we gotta we can't afford yeah, to buy another catalytic converter kidding. I'm dead serious Peter was saying that and I, I know for sure Oscar Meyer would say no deal I, obviously we have enough money to buy a new catalytic converter for our car but I get it covered under warranty or I something. know I know uh, and then the other story was there was a, ca- a guy who was stealing a catalytic converter and he actually got crushed ah, by the vehicle there gee. and uh, when I talked to Brian about it he's like that's not the first time I've heard of that there's yeah. been plenty of yeah. stories where Sure. Guys have stolen cowlick
2: converters. Well, if I happen to walk by and I see a guy underneath there with a saw and it had a floor jack, I might sort of inadvertently release it. I mean, what else is he doing under there? Kid, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, by the way, do you know the Daytona 500's on? Yeah. They're still just hoofing down the track. So we're going to take a quick break, then we come back. Christian Barclay. She's in the fun box today. We're going to do two segments because Brian is drinking wine in mario france
1: oh he should have known that yesterday was national drink a wine day oh i don't legitly that was what was Was it really yeah and uh brian once again was like man i wish we could drink on the air but i think that's illegal and i was telling them that there's a show where you can uh, on the radio that that literally every week they try a new beer right now keep in mind it's just one can and it's spread out between five guys in the studio so they're obviously not gonna get drunk off of it i
2: hate to tell you how many shows i I don't know if i told you this real quick but uh stone brewery uh-huh when i started rate well i started radio and then i branched out and did internet radio when it first came out so I'm, i think it was world talk radios it was the name of the company so we were internet and we were the first ones in town doing it so i'm doing my automotive show and then this guy's come behind me come in you know they i mean we're in an open warehouse type thing we don't hardly have any protection right. like a sound room mm-hmm. and i hear clinkity clink clink clinkity clink 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 and he sits down it sits his cooler down so i go all right ladies and, gentlemen, and off i go so i go and i go hey what do you what's up with you guys oh we're a company we're going to be called stone brewery and we're going to enter we're going to review beer for the next two hours he says you want to hang out <laughs> <laughs> and, look, be, where, and look look where they're at today yeah. is that is that a trip all right Let's go talk to Kristen. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segments segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service. If you're looking for good quality service, family-owned and operated, Dave and Connie take care of all my cars. Check them out at com. And uh, stop by 7633 El Boulevard, or I probably r- recommend calling to make an appointment. 619 463 Quality service at a quality price. Just watch out. You're going to be part of the family. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Hey, kiddo, how you doing?
3: Happy Sunday.
2: Happy NASCAR. How's that? <laughs> You're not that watching... You're not watching the game. Oh, my gosh. Come on, girl. You know the kids want to see it. How you been?
3: Good, good, good. I haven't even seen the kids today. Like, (laughs) Because they're supposed to be cleaning the house, they've disappeared. Well, of
2: course. You didn't say which house. (laughs) (laughs) So they're at the neighbors having lunch and enjoying whatever. So what are you driving this week? I forgot
3: well to... so I'm currently I'm yeah. currently in the infinity Qx60 okay so I know you're giving me two segments today so we'll, we can talk about the Qx60 and then we'll talk about what I was driving last week okay but um
2: I, I need to stop you for a second I just uh-oh. got the Land Rover defender 130
3: did you enjoy it no what?
2: It was 42 degrees in, in Alpine when I left. I could not get the heater to punch out hot air to save my life. Did you have any issues with the with the HVAC? Zero. Wow. I mean, I turned it up to 80, and I had all the vents closed. And then I opened a vent, and it's just like snow came out of the vent. So I did find a button on the bottom right that you hit these the uh, passenger and driver, but there were like blue, blue like lines going in. You could do heads, torso, or feet, and I assumed that the blue was cold because I thought it would turn red, but it didn't. But that finally is what I was able to fix it. And it didn't.
3: so so wait a minute. You're telling me it was operator error?
2: No, it wasn't operator's. Its operator couldn't <laughs> find it.
3: God, so, I, you know, I had no issues with the defender or, you know, um, using any of the controls. Okay. I have heard that other people have. And I think uh-huh. maybe one of the reasons I didn't is because I've had, I want to say, maybe three Land Rover loans in the last six months. Yeah, so, so I think kind of once you get acclimated to it, yeah. the first time, you, know, you have them that quick in rotation, you're just kind of used to their system. Yeah. I will say that at night, it's kind of challenging to find some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Alright, well I not, I didn't want to but I but I would just wanted to get your your point of view on it. I mean, but as far as the vehicle you're in today is a QX sixty, right?
3: Yeah, the QX sixty, you know, which is the three row SUV that swats in below the Q X eighty but above the QX fifty. Um so you know it's 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 one of those that we talked about before where like it's a three row mm-hmm. and even though it's a true three row SUV, it's really not one where you would have like you and I wouldn't ride in the third row and be comfortable, right? right, right, um, right. I mean, we could for, like, a short distance, you know, up, up five miles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you wouldn't want to do it. You know, you wouldn't want to go from um, from your place to Dallas in the third no. row. Yeah. Uh, this was, this one was uh, – they refreshed this model in 2022, which, you know, it needed. I know a lot of the Infinities had kind of gotten dated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was well-equipped. I was in the sensory trim, And this, you know, every time we go to infinity, I have to say, just please rename the trends because it's so confusing to me with this pure Lux sensory and autograph that I know consumers are are confused, right? I mean, it's just, it's confusing because you would think that like Lux would be top of the line, but no, sensory is above that and an autograph is above that. I don't know. It's just confusing. Yeah, I totally agree. But um, this year they added in the uh, wireless charging pad and the frameless rearview mirror standard, so it's that kind of live mirror view technology.
2: Right. Takes a little while to get used to.
3: It does. I'm starting to appreciate it more. I think it's great at night, Mm -hmm. um, more so maybe during the day. Um, But, yeah. Um, The other thing is that it's the space behind the third-row seats. It's 14.5 cubic feet. Um, so I always tell people, you know, it's great, um, but just consider that, like, if you're using – it's fine for groceries, right, like everyday use. But I think sometimes people put seven people in, in here or six people in, and they're like, oh, I can put all their luggage, too. <laughs> it's not going to fit yeah. if that third row's up, and people don't think about that. I've yeah. had so many conversations with friends who just – they don't take that into consideration. So um but I think they've made some good changes. I think it feels more updated now. You know, it's got the digital instrument cluster, which for forever, Infiniti and Nissan were still analog, which was mm-hmm. a big sticking point for me. It just kind of, you know, bothered me. But but when you look at the competitors, when you look at the fact that it's up against the MDX from Acura, the Audi Q7, Lincoln Aviator, and the Volvo XC90, I, I feel like it's on the bargain end for pricing. I don't feel like it's competitive from the luxury end. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it does. It really does. And you've got to drive it to understand what she's saying, folks.
3: Because sometimes I feel like I'm being harsh. Um, well, I, just, I feel like it needs some more, I don't know, it needs some more finesse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It needs some more updating. The infotainment system still feels dated. It needs to be faster. It needs to be snappier. It needs to be something, if right. that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Well, again, you're not looking for th- things are popping up that, that's got your attention. That's that's what they want. That's that's the kind of response they're looking for. For example, I was just with uh, Chevrolet here in San Diego, uh, and we were in the Colorado, and the, my partner and I, both of us, we were off-road, and you couldn't get in the truck because there was no grab handle. The grab handle was all the way up on the A-pillar. So, Ooh. everybody complained because you couldn't get in and out of the truck. And even the gen- engineers didn't they go, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. So.
3: But, you know, probably not something they thought about because, you know, midsize right. trucks tend to be a little lower to the ground. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, and, and that is the good thing about the QX60 is the ingress and egress. It's It's not high um so you know it's easy and well i i find my i find that a lot of people are buying these even though it's a third row but a lot of the mm. uh the grandparent types are buying this because mm. they want to be able to like have their grandkids in it you know they want that like that extra room and they don't like the vehicles when they're too high
2: and they don't want it the um, size of a suburban
3: exactly yeah First, so yeah
2: exactly. this is a suburban expedition grand wagoneer replacement but almost yeah, the I same mean, amount I, of your room
3: it's smaller i guess i guess here's my question right like when you look at some of the competitors that aren't in the luxury segment when you look at the palisade and the telluride they're not in the luxury segment but they're the same size yeah and you look at their pricing and and the fact that they keep pushing the envelope for you know their their materials that they're using Mm. and and and
2: content, content
3: exactly the features and the content it's hard to justify the price jump I feel like Infiniti's got to find a way to offer a little something more. Right. Um, you know, Because this was priced at 64785 and it's still, that's not even the top of line model. Now, the fuel economy was good, you know, 22, 20 city, 25 highway. Um, and, and it's got a 3.5 liter V6. Mm-hmm. The transmission is now, it's an auto, it's not a CVT. A lot of people always assume CVTs, mm-hmm. but it wasn't shifting at the same pace as the felt like the car needed. I feel like there's some minor changes. I feel like they made great changes in 2022. I feel like there's stuff I want to see them do more of. Like the steering is tight, the seats are stiff. All right. Just you know, some finesse.
2: It just dawned on me. I think I'm stalking you because uh-uh. I'm driving a 2023 Palisade Calligraphy. Didn't you just have yeah. that prior to the to the, to no. the Land Rover? Oh,
3: I have actually not had a Palisade calligraphy yet. Oh.
2: But you know, you kind of compared it, and it's fifty two six ten.
3: Well, and one of the reasons I compared it is I have a good friend who uh-huh. is in the market for a vehicle. Right. Um, the auto show's in town, and I was oh, yeah. to go to the auto show and everything. They are getting ready to buy a telluride. They are waiting for it to come in from Georgia. Now mm-hmm. get this. They had to settle for a white one. They didn't want a white one. They're having to settle for a white one because the guy says it's this one or I can't get you another one for 13 months.
2: Wow. Good.
3: 13 Lord. months. How would you so like to be a salesman? How would
2: you like to be a salesman and try to make a living with that kind of a uh, a burden on you? Wow.
3: Right, but I had them look at mine today yeah. and compare the two. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, I feel like I've got a whole lot more content and I feel like mine's comparable, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yet I'm not in the luxury segment. And so that's why I kind of point that out.
2: No, no, I, I agree with you 100%. But, you know, it's almost like – and I, who who would you think controls that? The journalists? That who's not in a luxury department or a luxury se- segment or not? Or would that be – who would do that? Who would actually make that decision, I wonder?
3: You mean as far as, like, the Hyundai, like, Palisade? Palis yeah, Army.
2: the class, I you know, guess it, a, The classification, it, I guess, I'm looking for.
3: Yeah, yeah, it would be a brand thing, though, you know, because, yeah. like, Genesis being the Hyundai brand would be in that luxury segment. Yeah,
2: because it would be up to them to say this is a luxury car.
3: But here's the thing. Um, I think they're all pushing the envelope. Look at Mazda and wow. go into Mazda and look at how they've upgraded, like, wow. the, the interior right. and the materials. Uh, the lines are getting blurry.
2: Yeah. No, I... Well, and you knew this was... There. It was coming to a head, so to speak, anyway, you know, because it, it gets to the point now where now we're down to price because they're all yeah. so equal. And then, you know, looking for certain features, you know, a charger, you know, the cell phone charger or heated seats or something like that. But now brands... It almost has to fall back into the loyalty aspect, and that's where the manufacturer needs to start taking better care of their customers so they'll come back you know, and buy again, more so than ever before.
3: Right. I mean, you know, I think that's why Infinity and Nissan, you know, like I said, they felt dated for a while. They're making the changes. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think that they've been able to retain customers because if you have a vehicle, let's say what's the average um, ownership period right now? Let's just say five to seven years. Yeah, five okay? to seven. If, If you go from a a Nissan or an Infiniti and and you move up to a model that's now five to seven years newer, man, it's night and day.
0: Oh, huge. But,
3: but, yeah, but if you go from, um, you know, a a Nissan or Infiniti that's five to seven years old and you go to, um, before looking at a newer Infiniti, Mm. you go look at, let's say, a Hyundai, palisade or a kia telluride well you might go like oh wow mm. i mean i think that's that's where i'm seeing because right. like i said the car shows in town right and so I, i've got friends that are going and looking at the car shows and they're like wow so much has changed in all this time yeah. and this is so much more modern and this has all the things i want yeah. I, i'll say that you know my friend was saying hey they've got two kids they've got like a six-year-old and eight-year-old and they said the telluride fits our needs better the infin- than the infinity because it's like they designed it with kids in mind and so Mm. i think maybe infinity in the qx60 when they go and refresh again when they do a redesign whatever you need to think about that hey if if people with children are buying this maybe we need to give them some more storage or whatever but keep keep pushing the envelope with luxury
2: totally hey hang with me one more segment folks we're going to take a break this is fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer Hi, right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the You Auto Know Show, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved, sixty two sixty seven Riverdale Street. But go to his website at johns with an s San Diego Auto Check out his two locations. Make an appointment. AAA NAP Auto Care, ASC certified. You will not get better service. Well, Brian Armstead's in France, and uh, so we've asked Kristen to hang with us for another segment. We surely appreciate it. What are we talking about this time, kid?
3: The Yukon Denali Ultimate, Whoa. and it is the ultimate.
2: Wow. Oh, and the Denali the boot.
3: I'm telling you. I mean, did you know that the Denali could get more luxurious?
2: Um, I, isn't, isn't that the truth?
3: What a fantastic vehicle. Have you driven one of these?
2: Yes, I have. Holy (laughs) moly.
3: Okay, so let me ask you a question. Did you notice anything about the dash? Mm, No. Okay. I loved everything about this vehicle. The only thing I had, and and Marlon, I had this debate, and that's why I asked you, is the dash sat a little higher than normal
0: Uh, oh it wasn't like
3: it affected your visibility but when you sat in the passenger seat it just seemed weird well you kind of noticed it
2: yes and they did that this isn't the first year they did that it was like they were trying to do the camaro look you know with the two big gauge pods or are you talking Uh, about out on the hood itself you're but you're talking about the dash
3: not the. Not the hood. Yeah, the, the dash. dash.
2: I, I know and it's they. I asked them about it, and it just—it was a design. Just gotta jack your seat up, girl.
3: Well, and that's the thing. So, like, when you're driving, you I jack- didn't really notice it. But it, I moved over to the passenger seat because, like, I always sit in all the seats just sure. to kind of you know check everything out, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, wow, this this seems just a little weird. Like, I it just I like. It all of a sudden just became a thing where I just kept going, Why is it so high? Why is it so right. high? No. It's not like a complaint. Um, it actually almost drew my eyes more to the gorgeous wood, uh, open, poor wood trim that they used, you know, and especially on the passenger side because it's got that to- uh, topographic map of Denali uh, etched in. Isn't that cool? Is so cool. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. Um, you know, fun story there was a, a small fire in our subdivision. And I'm in the Denali, and I just gotten back from Costco, and I get a, a heads up on my fleet scanner, and so I hop in to go over, and, you know, make sure everything's okay, and, um, you know, it was it was fine, everything's okay. And one of my neighbors says, "Hey, is that the new Denali Ultimate?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, can I come check it out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, of course, you know." And he used to work for GMC, the oh. GM um, plant over here in Arlington. And, which, fun fact, I have never been to. And I was telling him, I said, it's interesting that I've toured really? Ford, and I've toured Hyundai, and I've toured, yeah, never been to it. And he was just kind of really impressed with the paint job, the deep blue, and, and I, I describe it as deep blue because the official name is Titanium Rush Metallic. Excuse which means nothing, right? Yeah, right. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. What it is that? Kind of a deep deep- right. It was deep blue. Right. It was this navy bluish. Black, depending on like kind of a light hit it. Yeah. Um, it's red, color. It's and red saying, blue, or white.
2: Pick a color.
3: <laughs> right, but he was saying, you know, it used to be years ago that GM had one of the best paint jobs in the industry, and he was saying that he felt like this paint was just really kind of reminded him of when you know their their paint jobs were just phenomenal. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I really like the way it looks. I like the twenty two inch wheels, the that design, which is kind of exclusive to the Denali Ultimate. Um, but yeah, it's it's just an impressive vehicle. I was showing him, you know, kind of the the seats and the stitching on the seats, and just I just felt like there was a lot of really nice attention to detail in this vehicle.
2: I I, I kind of get the feeling that Chevrolet, you know, once they basically eliminated, you know, their passenger car program, they put a lot in the truck SUV division. From what I can tell.
3: Well, I feel like I feel like over the past three to four years, um, they were slipping and sliding a little bit and I feel like they were maybe taking some shortcuts. That's my personal opinion on the interior. I feel like they weren't as focused on the interior. They were kind of focused on the exterior. Um, and I feel like that's now changed. I feel like they have become kind of zoned in. Um, and you can tell a nice difference like the the infotainment system, for example, I think it is night and day so much better, it's snappy, yes, it's updated, it's crisp it's just it's it's easy it's 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 more competitive than what they've used previously um, this had massaging seats in the front, which I feel like you know a lot of people go ah, you don't need that, you don't need that well, you know what whether you need it or mm-hmm. use it or not, when you're paying close to a hundred thousand dollars for a vehicle, mm-hmm. it should be. There. Yes. I don't care whether you're going to use it or not. It I needs agree. to be there. Um, I, one, I, you know, if, if I go and 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 pick a fault, I think, and and I'm going to let me disclose that I used to work for Bose back in college. I used to work at their call center. I, I think Bose uh, was a pioneer of sound systems. Right. But I feel like their audio is starting to lack in vehicles. Mm. And, and and maybe one of the reasons I feel that is because you and I have driven Toyotas and Lexus where mm-hmm. JBL and harman Kardon has tuned mm-hmm. to that vehicle. Yep, Bows are not tuned for the vehicle. They're not tuning them for that space. No, I think and they're so just
2: selling the units.
3: Yeah, and so even though it was an 18-speaker Bose system, I didn't feel like there was anything outstanding about it, which almost disappointed me, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because vehicles that it's competing with, I feel like have premium sound systems where you really notice a difference. But again, that's just, you know, uh, me kind of picking at it. But the magnetic ride control with the air suspension, um, just so many things about the Denali that makes you appreciate it from the ride quality to the luxurious details, you know, super cruise, their semi self-driving tech that I know you and I don't love, but it's it's an option, which again, I think when you're kind of this level in this price tag, you expect it to be available.
2: Did you try um, it again? Did you try it one more time?
3: <laughs> I didn't. No. And you know why? Hey, man, roadies.
2: you got to give it a little bit each time. Start with a minute, then two minutes.
3: But you know what I've noticed? The roads out here that are near me, Ford Super Cruise will work. The Denali's does not. I have oh. to go a bit further. I have to go a bit further out to get to where their Super Cruise starts picking up, and it and so I didn't use it because I didn't go out looking for it.
2: So let me but ask you this. Did you see anybody digging in your street, putting that in? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> think about that for a second. Yeah. Where,
3: where are uh-huh. they getting, where are they getting? <laughs> it's got to be satellite, right? I don't
2: know. I don't know. I thought it was going to be in the roadway. Wouldn't you think? No.
3: I don't know. I just know that I don't trust it. <laughs> um you know and it, and it just feels counterintuitive especially yeah. you know it, i'll remind everybody that's listening i've got a 12 year old and a 14 year old right. i know that their driving lessons are around the corner right and the last thing i want to be showing them is bad examples like texting on my phone or, exactly. or using a free option yeah yeah so i have to take that because they're watching everything right now you know they're watching my speed limit you know that's the only bad thing. I love digital speedometers. I don't like analog, but you know what? It's a lot easier, harder for the kids to bust me about my speed when yeah. it was analog versus yeah. the big digital display. Yeah,
2: no, I'm 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 right I'm right there with you. But the I, you know, and I've always liked the Denali. I mean, everybody says, well, what about an Escalade or? Uh, I go, you know, I, I I'm just okay with the Yukon. I I like I like the size. I like the drivability. I like and I love the Denali look. You know that that feet, that option.
3: Well, and you know what? The other thing is the, the Yukon is kind of understated. Yeah, you know a little bit on the exterior, right? Whereas the Cadillac kind of is in your face on the exterior. And I almost like to fly under that radar. I don't like to draw attention. You know, especially when there's like carjacking and road rage and all that other stuff that we deal with these days, right? Um, I don't know what things are like in California, but uh, there's probably five to six road rage stories here a day in DFW. Wow. Um, so I like the fact that it's luxurious on the inside, but you know it's just a nice Yukon Denali on the outside. I don't feel like I'm drawing any extra unwanted attention where somebody might go, hmm, let's see where she parks that thing so we can steal it. Right. You
2: know? Well, that's I, I, one thing nice about OnStar too. You know, OnStar. That's true. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know why more manufacturers don't have it. Maybe there's a patent or some kind of a legality, but I think OnStar is the unsung hero because it saved more lives and helped more people and kept, believe it or not, truck drivers awake at night that were falling asleep going cross country. That was one of the biggest complaints uh, OnStar had when they first started out.
3: You know, I think it's great too, and you know, the, it, it, this one comes with a three-year um, right. OnStar premium plan. But I wonder if they shouldn't offer. You know, when you're in like the Denali Ultimate, the Cadillac Escalade, and everything just, like that, just include it. Just in, that's kind of what I'm thinking, right? I was wondering if it was just me. I feel like nah. it's for the well, lifetime of the vehicle, though, well, at the price point.
2: Let me throw you my worst pet peeve. Look on if if you have a Monroni, did they charge you for floor mats? That just rubs me wrong anytime you buy a car and they charge you for floor mats
3: that just I don't see an extra charge on here but oh, nice. it's funny that you said that because my friend that just bought she just sent me her monroney yeah okay their vehicle's coming in next week yeah and she sent me their monroney to look at it and yeah i think it was like 295 dollars for a mat. <laughs> isn't that an and insult out, i was like what
2: i mean i don't care if i'm buying them just don't rub my nose in it it's a floor guess, mat at
3: that point at that point i almost want to go you know what you keep them and i'll just get something after market <laughs> i'll get like i'll get my initials monogram right. i don't know Right.
2: I'm, i just didn't want to be picky or bugging but geez that just makes me crazy for what they're charging for the car you know that's still that's still my pet peeve that you know base warranties on a lot of cars are still 336 and i think that's an insult because if you well, look at if you look I, at the repair records, look at the repair records, they're not they're not rebuilding motors and trannies left and right, or any other components.
3: No, you're right. It seems like the industry is kind of coming to a crossroad. If you, you know, if you you watch the trends, right? Yeah, coming to a crossroad where it comes to subscription services. It seems like some of the luxury manufacturers and, and especially German, the BMW, the Mercedes of the world, are wanting to keep adding these features you know whether it's a radio radio or whatever it is and they want to go okay but it's it's subscription if you want this if you want the massaging seats yeah it's already equipped with it but if you actually want them to work we're going to charge you xyz and then it feels like Hyundai is saying hey you know how you've got that blue link where you know what we're going to we're going to add this other stuff in and you know what it's coming with the vehicle it's the lifetime of the vehicle you buy this you get all this extra stuff for the lifetime of the vehicle so i feel like we're at a crossroads yeah. i feel like
2: You know what do you got 15 more minutes
3: sure
2: oh, that's excellent so don't go anywhere because you're on a hot topic because i think you're talking from the voice of the future automobile purchaser so let's talk more about that when we come back right here on you ought to know fm 961 am 1170 the answer
0: Hear your voice, saying, Won't
2: you ever learn? all right folks welcome back you're listening to the you ought to know show fm 961 AM 1170, the answer. All right. Hey, since Kristen doesn't have any kids around her, <laughs> I decided to kidnap her one more time. And thanks to uh, Convoy Auto Service right over there in Kearney Mesa. Go to Convoy Auto Service or go autorepair.com. AAA Napa Auto Care ASC certified. Can't ask for anything better than that. So, Kristen, we were kind of talking about, you know, you know what, what was it? Refresh my memory. I can't believe I just forgot.
3: No, so we were talking about subscription services. Ah, that's that's it. it, You know, yeah, it it seems to be a new trend, especially in the luxury segment. Mercedes, BMW are kind of pushing the envelope. Like heated seats, for example. I think last year, BMW said, hey, you know how, like, you bought that vehicle with heated seats? Well, we're going to charge you $18 a month, or you can prepay for a year, or you can prepay for three years. It just, why? I I
2: had not heard this. So... For heated seats, you have to pay eighteen. That's like California trying to charge me a percent or two for every mile I drive. I mean
3: Yeah, and and I think it's also confusing, right? Because, you know, we've talked about this before where the consumer goes in, you look at the Monroni, you're talking to the sales guy, okay, I get this, this, and this. How many people are going to be hit with fees that they aren't expecting? Because maybe, you know, the first year you've got it, right? You're like, oh, oh you know, hey, check out my car. I've got heated seats. I've got ventilated seats. I've got the heated steering wheel. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you, get you know, Twelve months down the road, mm-hmm. you know, a little blurb pops up, right? You get like a little pop-up on your car. Oh, day. yeah. If you would like to continue to stay warm
2: <laughs>
0: on
3: your back, you know, you're going to pay X, Y, Z. I mean.
2: Push ear.
3: Well, you're right. And so, you know, there. I think there's multiple ways to look at it, right? right. You can look at it from, hey, it's a luxury automobile. So what? The, the, you know, maybe the people, the buyers in that bracket, they're not concerned. No. They'll just pay the four fifteen for the unlimited and right. move on. But then, but then, you may have some people who say, "Wait a minute! These other, you know, like we said, Mazda, for example, is mm-hmm. using more premium interior, uh, premium materials on mm-hmm. the interior. Mm-hmm. They are kind of pushing themselves into a almost luxury bracket." With the goal of maybe moving more into a luxury bracket. So why wouldn't I go buy that and not have these extra subscription fees? Especially when companies like Hyundai are now throwing in extras more and right. more content, more value. Um, where does that leave the consumer? And then here's the other thing. I've got the you know, we were just talking about my friend. They had a a Toyota Sienna. Kate okay, Sienna started acting up, took it into the shop, Kate needs this and this. Her husband's savvy enough, he said, you know what? He said, it's $500 today. He said, but we're looking at, he's like, I can see the writing on the wall. Mm. We're going to have to spend about $2,000 in the next six months because of these other things. Mm. So, oh my gosh, the scramble. We're going to go buy a vehicle. So they call me up, you know, hey, we're looking at this, this, what do you think? You know, you know us, you know our family, you know our needs, blah, blah, blah. So I said, look, the car shows in town this weekend. Why don't you go and look at everything right there and go and drive, right? Well, then they have their, their mindset on one or two vehicles. And they're like, I said, you know, there's certain dealers that I would recommend. So they're calling the dealers. And, and next thing you know, they go, they don't have anything. They're like, I'm going to have to wait six months for a vehicle. I can't, I don't want to spend $3,000 on my car to drive it for six four months and then have a new car payment. And, you know, so I think you and I have talked, yeah. you know, almost weekly about, like, car buying has changed. Yes. Car buying is, you have to think in advance. Oh, I know. And... People are. I mean, she she's like, I settled for white. And you talk about those extra charges that get thrown in. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at Herman Roney, and they're paying, like, I don't remember, somewhere between five to $800 extra for, for this white color. But they don't even want white. They want blue, <laughs> but they don't want to wait 13 months. Oh my God. So- I know.
2: I know. Did I tell you the real quick story? Young girl, just gotta had a baby, three months old, doesn't work. Um. I think, she, I don't know if she was single or not. I, I hope she wasn't, but anyway. And she just decided she's going to go buy a car. So she's seen an ad for Volkswagen, and they were offering 2.2% financing. So she goes in. She says, I want to buy the Atlas for my baby. You know, I want to, you know, do the whole thing. And the salesman said, sure, no problem. Uh, let's fill out all your app paperwork. She says, where, where do you work? She says, I don't. I said, I just had a baby. It's right here. Oh, okay. Then, uh. Do you have any money? <laughs> he goes no. She says, but I want to take advantage of the two point two percent interest rate. And he goes, well, you're going to need to have a job. Or she says, well, I don't have one. Does it? And get this: Does anybody in your family have any money? He says, yeah, my dad. You know, about three fifty a year is what he makes. Fine. Writes that down. The kid signs it. They build the vehicle that goes from two point two to nine point eight. They got gap insurance, they got paint sealant they got extended service contract they got g p s they got uh interior exterior protection and probably magic air in the tires, okay, so it brought the car from twenty nine up to fifty seven and they sent her down the road and the and Volkswagen bought the deal Wow, if that doesn't make you go because <clears throat> I thought predatory dealer operations were pretty much gone and not forgotten. So, not blowing my own horn, but within four days, she's out of the Atlas, which is a great car. She's in the Tiguan, which is perfect for a first-time family with a baby. She's back to 2.2%, and all the trash is taken off the car.
0: Holy... So...
3: Yeah. That's insane, but so different different story but you know along mm-hmm. the car buying right yeah, yeah. my friend's been here with her husband she's called the guy um you know she they've gone in they because I said look go to the car show find what you like you know narrow it down to two or three and then go test drive. Right. do not go oh I love the way this looks you know I sat in the front seat I like it and then go sign on the drive line. do not do that
2: did no, you have nothing. riding drives at your at your auto show
3: you know I know Houston does I do not know if dfw's offering that this yeah. year or not but I know that she didn't
2: Oh, I see that. Okay. Yeah, she needs to drive it.
3: Right. So she said, okay, I'm going to the dealership. We're going to go drive it. So they do. But she says, while she's there, you know how they take you into the little cubby with the finance and stuff? <laughs> yes. So while she's there, she said, we're lined up. She said, I'm in one cubby. There's a couple in the cubby next to me, and there's a couple in the cubby next to them. And she said, my guy comes in and says, well, those two couples right there are fighting on the one Telluride that we have available. <laughs> And her eyes get big, like, wait a minute, you told me you had a telluride. What's going on? He says, they want the one that's on the lot that, that just came in. And he says, but <laughs> if you want one, I've got one. It's coming in next week from Georgia. If not, you got to wait 13 months. It's white, but it's got, you know, the, uh, yeah. what do they call that, umbar interior or whatever, you know, yeah, that kind of yeah, brown. Yeah. He says, they're fighting right now over one that has gray interior, which I know you don't want. Well, get this. She said, well, how do you decide? Didn't they arrive at the same time? He says, yeah. He says, well, we're going to put in their finance applications, and whichever one gets approved first is the one that gets to buy the car. I mean, I said, said, gosh, I said, it feels, you know how like when you're buying a house, right? Yeah. And they go, well, we've got multiple offers, so send us your best offer by Sunday, and then, you know, we'll take that. I said, it's starting to feel that way. You know, I mean, where the couple go, hey, well, I'll give you, and some dealers might would accept that, where the one person goes, Look, I gotta have this car. I'll give you five grand more.
2: I know, I know.
3: It's
2: nuts. Well, it's like I told you about the one guy that bought a Jeep in January. By the time he got it, they added six thousand to it. He went ballistic. Called me. I called my contact at Jeep. Jeep says, "Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yes, we did mark them up two thousand, but you know, let, let, give me the name of the customer and the dealer, and I'll get that other crap taken off. I can't take off the two. I said, fine. So I called my guy, and I said, okay, here's the deal. I said, don't worry about it. I went in and paid. I used up a favor. And he said, oh, no, I went in and paid. So, yeah, you're right. So I just let him.
3: I I think the lesson for the listeners, (laughs) we've said it over and over and over, and we're not trying to hammer anybody, but the lesson is, plan in advance if yes. you've got to buy a car in the next year start planning now yes be prepared to wait that 12 or 13 months and the sad thing is you may be going in to buy a 2023 yeah. and the 2024 models may be out before you take delivery of your vehicle it right. is what it is
2: it is what it is but you're right plan it out now if something just grenades that that's a different story but you can go used you can go pr- a private party you know there's there's more options but i know i want a new yukon denali and i don't take nothing else except that they don't have any i don't care i still you know and there's people out there that are like that they they, they can't stand the fact that they have to wait which scares me because you know, it seems like we're, we're waiting for more things than we've ever waited for before. You know what I mean?
3: You're absolutely right. And then the other thing is, you know, just perfect example. What we're talking about is finding a reputable dealer. Um, I don't know if you've got a list for your area, but I know out here, Ed Wallace has a list on his website. And we always tell people, hey, go through that. Because yeah. the bait and switch out here ah. is bananas. bananas. I mean, they'll, they'll have inventory on their internet and tell you they have it they sold that car six months ago and you come in wanting that car and now it's like well no we don't have that but hey we can Uh, tell you you know
2: yeah but see
0: that's
3: the
2: predatory that's the predatory dealers why is it coming back because they used to sell 200 cars a month now they're selling 20 It's, it's it's ugly hey you know what i cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me tell people how to follow you
3: uh, find me on com or on Facebook. And I had a blast today. So I'm going to take next week off, but I look forward to, to talking to you down the road.
2: All right. Safe travels. We're going to take a quick break. When you come back, Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. Tyler Pinnell. It'll be in the house. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.